3: Welcome to Guys We Fuck, the anti-slut-shaming podcast. Yo, you haven't Yo, said. I'm Christina Hutchinson. I'm Corinne sister, And I'm your best boyfriend
4: Bring us your slutty, your horny, and your shame. Hey, you a slut?
2: Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Talk
3: about fucking. Greetings, fuckers. How you been? Where you at? Did you drink enough water today? Welcome to another exciting episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the Anti-Slut Me podcast. I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm Christina Hutchinson. Welcome to the show. Guys, what do you do March 7th? Are you in New York City? It's a Thursday. Well, come on down to the Masticod Midnight Theater, mm. where Corinne Fisher and I will take the stage with our new producer, Eric Freddie, for the first time ever in a live setting For our next installment of the Guys We Fucked Residency, uh, Guys We Fucked Live, Guys Who Fucked the Experience. These shows are wacky. They're nuts. They're fucking, they're so fun. Um, You could buy a ticket to stream it digitally or you could come in person. That's what I prefer. Come in person, say hi, hang out. Uh, And then uh, Good Girl Barbara, my debut comedy album is uh, out for wherever you get your comedy albums. (laughs) Not a lot of places. Spotify, Apple Music. And as always, sign up for my Patreon if you're not doing that great. I'm really good at. I'm really good at handling people that are pretty much on the brink, and I could get you off. I mean, I'm not going to take responsibility for myself getting you off the brink. However, because <laughs> that's not my job, and I'm, lost not to have yeah, I I'm not a licensed therapist. I'm not a licensed therapist. Chad. Oh, remember Chad? Uh, I do remember Chad. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while, Chad. Um, he's not listening to this, but if he is, hi. Maybe you really are a fan. Um, but yeah, uh, sign up for it um, once a week. We talk about shit on Zoom for an hour, and it's really cathartic. And if you're not there, you can at least listen to it later. Patreon.com slash Christina Hutchinson. Springfield, Missouri. Hey, guys. Hey, all of you there. I'm headlining March 22nd and March 23rd in the Blue Room. So come out and see that. And as always, listen to my solo podcast, The Voices in Our Heads, where you can hear Mikey Big, Dick Dong, Coscarelli drop shit and breathe weird.
4: (sighs) Like that. Oh, there you go. That was perfect on cue. And Washington D.C. Reminder that I am going to be mm-hmm. at the D.C. Comedy Loft February 29th through March 2nd. Tickets are available for those five shows, and I will be with uh, Chloe LeBranch, who you cur- heard a couple weeks ago on this program. Going to be a great, great uh, weekend of comedy, and then of course you can listen to my uh, political podcast without a country. It's been great. Uh, just did my third appearance on the Fox News channel. And uh, I think it's going, I think it's going well. On and this episode, I did scream that uh, I screamed uh, in the middle of the episode. I'm a liberal. What do you want from me? And it was fun. We all had a good time. Your, dude, Your my, dad, de- d- my parents both definitely probably saw it. Oh yeah. No, pro- probably. I was like lots uh. of, lots of people's, lots of people's parents <laughs> saw it is what I can, uh. What I was what I can say. <laughs> about that <laughs> but lots of people's parents saw it <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh our parents have been kidnapped by fox news uh well at least mine um that's fun yeah was like, Mine have it mine um mine either good for you guys it's pretty sick how you guys how you doing good i've been intermittent fasting that's really oh, yeah. fun yeah i'm just trying to t- oh, i kind
4: of always i just live like that. i don't even call it fasting but i kind of just organically do that
3: Well, I, I, in a continued effort for 2024 to do things that I absolutely do not want to do. Uh, but I know there can be some like health benefits or mental health benefits. Uh, I'm forcing myself to do things I don't want to do so that I can fucking woman up and be a better person. And, uh, eating at night is one of my favorite activities in the whole entire world. Mm. I love eating at night. I do most of my eating early in the morning, first thing, and then late at night. And I notice when I, I, so I do this thing where I sleep eat and I go get up in the middle of the night and I just ravage my cabinets. And then I wake up in the morning and I see all the cabinet doors open and I see food everywhere. And I'm like, and I have a, I always have the flashback of, Oh, right. Oh, God damn it. And, uh, you don't always, eat that much though. So like, what's the problem? Um. Well, because so what it does to your blood sugar and your pancreas and your liver, when you um, eat, you should, you should at least be going 12 hours without eating I so that your body that. can do yeah. what it's supposed to do. But if you go, <laughs> if you go 16 hours without eating, this cool process called it's called ketosis. It's called uh this, another word for it. It's not it it's, can't be ketosis. Uh well, it's basically where your body is getting energy from the fat cells within your body instead of like right. the sugar that you eat. Right. And but what that does is it cleans out all your cells. So if you go do a 16-hour period of fasting, it's really good for your health. But goddamn, do I get hangry!
4: Well, I know people have mixed feelings on intermittent fasting, though, because I know there's also been a lot of discussion about uh, people thinking it's too close to an, uh, an eating disorder.
3: Well, they said if you've ever had an eating yeah. disorder, you shouldn't do it. Um, I just wanted and Christina to said I take that challenge. Yeah, um, I only had an eating disorder for like three months. Yeah, um, it, was it was more of a vibe. Yeah, yeah, it was because this guy cheated on me, and I just needed to feel in control. Um, really, but. uh but I just wanted to see if it was, if it was something for me, cause it's just certainly not for everybody. Yeah. Um, but I will say not eating, even just, even if I didn't fast and yeah. I just didn't eat past eight o'clock, cause it's yeah. not healthy for your organs. Uh, because what I would do is I would stuff my face. It's just hard when you're a comedian. And it's like no. when you get home from work at one in the morning, I mean, it's, you've had a full work day and then you're not going to eat. I know. Well, that's why I got That's why I got like my meals. You have to fucking prep. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so your organs are just, and I wake up in the morning and I feel so much better. So that's been fun. Um, I'm just, uh, the book that, the book uh, Woman Code that I'm kind of studying right now, it just talks about putting really healthy food in your body is really going to change how your hormones function. So I'm sure. experimenting, with, experimenting with that, cooking most of my meals and it's, I feel lighter. And even when I'm hangry, still very grounded, you know, which is pretty cool. So there's some cool benefits, but I was thinking last night, where are you? Yeah, I was doing some thinking. I was pondering, you know, I was watching the Super Bowl. We're recording this early. Watching the Super Bowl and, you know, Beyonce dropped an album. Mm. And then Israel dropped bombs. Uh, That was sad Um, and bad. But uh, I was just... We get a lot of when you're a public person, you get a lot of people's opinions about you on your Instagram page, you know, left in the comment section. Oh, for sure. And we've been doing this for 10 years, baby. We're used to it. And I mean, at this point, I'm used to it. So I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> it does make you a better person because I like that you were used to it at a different time. Very frame. different. Very <laughs> different periods of being used to it than you. Um, because now I've done all this work on like trauma and shit. I'm like, oh, this is why people are Dicks, you know, it's like, so at least because before that, before doing all that work, I literally would contemplate at home and be like, why are people so fucking mean? Yeah. And it would really bother me. Yeah. Really bother me. It still actually
4: bothers me that people are so cruel, but I don't, I don't like, I'm not like, why?
3: Right. It's me saying that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. It still bothers me. And I feel like lately, on my page and then on everybody's pages, everyone's just being a cunt on Instagram, mm-hmm. like a huge cunt. Julia Roberts posted this picture of her and her niece, like having a, having a playing poker or something, drinking tea. And it's also like just one of the, well, one
4: celebrity, I can't even think of anything bad to say about. I know.
3: And then she was like, yeah, and then all these people are in the comments like, wow, she, I, she's unrecognizable. And she's like, guys, I'm fucking 50. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know, I, I know who I am. I'm confident in who I am, but that still bummed me out. And it made me think about all the teenagers that get bullied online for their appearance. And it's like, we're so mean. And then on my posts lately, I'm, try, I'm experimenting with this fucking algorithm. Uh, it's going to be the death of me. But uh, just people saying dumb, mean shit. And like, I'm like, what kind of things are they just saying? Like, just like, I mean, there's, there's always the, oh, this is what you're talking about when everything else is going on in the world, which I will address in one moment. That's why I want to talk about this. Oh, I see. Because <clears throat> so I have a very important thing to say about that. But, it, and then it's just like, just mean shit of like, you're unfuckable or just dumb shit that I'm like, this, these don't hurt me. Really? These, I feel those are usually meant for my page. I know. Now I'm getting them. And that's why I'm like, wow, the internet's really doing one. Oh no. The real internet's really doing one it's on us. Weird. I know. um And it's like, yeah, okay. Like, fuck you. You suck. But the, 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 the amount of comments and DMs I've been getting about people disappointed in me for There's this one comment I got last night that I I ended up, I don't want to talk, I'll talk about this part on the bonus episode because I'm not going to give this person a platform more than I, more than I have, but uh, about not talking about the wars, about not talking about what's Mm -hmm. happening in Gaza. And, you know, as from my perspective, I know what I think in my day to day. And I know that I on Twitter, I don't see the images on Instagram because I filter them out because I just want to see fucking Mm Doshans and rugby players. That's it. I don't want to see this shit. Okay. I don't want to. And I control, I can control as much as I can. And Twitter's a different story because they're the images. It's really sad. And these images are, they bother me to the point where they do affect, they don't affect my ability to function, but it, I need to take like an extra hour out of my day to like cry, to be honest, because I'm like, this is, this is just so awful. But uh, a lot of criticism being thrown at me and I'm sure a lot of other people about, Artists not addressing Gaza every second of the day. And I want to throw this out there as food for thought. If you are an activist or if you have a cause that you're really uh passionate about, you cannot, it is not healthy to only think about that 24-7. You are traumatizing yourself with these images and these videos and constant taking in the news is traumatizing. And as an artist, I believe our job is, if, if you're an artist who wants to speak up about this shit, Cool. That's your prerogative. Fuck. Yeah. But if you're an artist that just wants to provide some brevity, like a stand-up comedian, that's a really important service. And I was thinking about, you know, having your like there's because the part of the comments that that really bothered me is I thought that you stood up for what is right. Like this has been said to me so many times. And I'm like, dude, and it's mostly all women that are doing this. But I'm like, I do. Motherfucker, okay? I do stand up for what's right. But also, it is important to take a second out of your day to just look at a of a clip of a podcast and me talking about getting caught snooping in my boyfriend's journal. You know what I mean? Like you need to think about other things. You cannot think about all this shit. And that's where I believe the power of art can be super cathartic, where it's like, I just need a break from looking at dead child's body children's bodies for a second, and I need to watch this dumb fuck thing on instagram you know what i mean and so it's really important and i was just it made me ponder because beyonce like i said released that album in the middle of right. the super bowl and it, and it, it, i feel so lucky to be alive at the same time as that woman and i also feel lucky to have a creative person that i legit look up to and kind of study uh and i know what she gives to me as a fan what are you raising your hand yeah can
5: i tell us a quick story
3: She's in the middle of something, Michael. When you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Today's episode of Guys We Fucked is brought to you by Quince. I love Quince. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. I love this website. I'm on it right now. They have suitcases. They have things for babies and kids. They have men. They have women. They have home. I love a home section. Oh my god! And the products are gorgeous. Like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for fifty dollars. Okay, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops. Because I do have tops that are silk and I do wash them, and then they disintegrate. But not on Quince. OK, the best part of all, all items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. OK, I love I have this beautiful hunter green purse from Quince that I love and use every day. Their bags are gorgeous. Indulge in affordable luxury. Just go to Quince.com GWF for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash GWF to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince dot com slash GWF.
4: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Guys, we talk a lot about therapy on this show. So, you know, we are big therapy advocates, whether it's like a a small question uh, about something that's going on in your relationship or a big question, like, should I move across the country to take this job? Sometimes it just helps to have someone not invested in the outcome, i.e., not friends or family or your intimate partner invested in the outcome to talk it through. It also takes the burden off a lot of other people in your life. And, you know, reminds them that you love them just for being them, not because you are their free therapist. It's a great thing to learn coping skills, how to set boundaries, and it kind of just makes you the best version of yourself. Like we are all given a version of ourself. Why not make it the best version it can be? So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And then you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Because remember, therapy is like dating. If you don't like therapy, it really might mean that you don't like your therapist. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash guys today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com help, slash
3: I know what she gives to me as a fan of her, right? I don't know if she's talked about the Gaza thing. I frankly, I don't even fucking know. I don't know. I was was, was actually going to ask. I'm like, I don't. I don't know. And you know what? I don't care.
4: Okay. Taylor Swift hasn't addressed it. I don't don't, And I
3: don't, I just don't expect Beyonce to address it. She has her issues oh, she, that she, she's like, she Yeah, okay. I'm sure she I'm sure she had to have said something. Well, because Bella, I no Bella Hadid
4: had and had a had like a dinner with Taylor Swift and like those people. And so, oh, they, yeah, they, they like um and so she changed something about where her album was being released. This was way at the beginning, though. Oh,
3: OK. OK. And look, if she wants to say something, I think that's amazing and powerful. But if she doesn't want to say anything at the moment, that's OK. She's her own person. Uh, and I was thinking about what Beyonce gives me as a as a as a fan of hers. And then I was thinking about, well, what do I want to give people? What like gifts do I want to, you know, bestow upon people? And I never really thought about it, but I want to I mean, it makes sense. It's kind of obvious. I want to make people laugh because laughter is very healing, especially when you laugh about dark things or you laugh in the midst of dark times. That is so potent. You have no fucking idea because it takes the steam out of the pressure cooker that is your rage and your terror and your sadness. Um, I want you to contemplate new ideas that define what you believe are logical. That's why I love aliens and ghosts, psychedelic drugs. And I want you to encourage, I want people, I want to encourage people to get to know themselves on a very deep level. Um, And I also just, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that and how before you press post on a comment, I know that we have bigger fish to fry in the world, but I'm kind of like, maybe we don't actually, because true um, humanitarian shifts in consciousness and be- becoming better as a people, they happen with you first, boo. They happen with me first, okay? you got to do the work on yourself. And so I encourage you, before you press post on that comment, and I've done this, I've, ri- I've seen Instagram posts and I'm like, What the fuck does this person, who does she think she is? And I'll go to post. And then before I press the post button, I go, is this coming from a place of love or fear? And then when I don't feel like answering that question because I'm too fucking mad, I ask myself, am I adding to the garbage dumpster fire of Instagram or a social media platform? Or is this making something better? It's never making something better when I'm mad. So I don't post it. I think very few comments on, on Instagram are making anything better. Not really. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Even the ones that are doing three fire signs. It's like, did that help anything? Yeah. Yeah. The
3: algorithm, I suppose. (laughs) Um, but I do think I, I I would implore people to, uh, maybe not use the artists you follow on Instagram, use their comment section as a dumpster for your misplaced rage because your rage is coming from a real place. But we know it's we, coming from
4: helplessness, too. So I, for sure. I, I feel like it's, you know, people people don't know what to do. And that feels like they did something. But it's, yeah, it's it, you just, they just they just made you mad.
5: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I understand that. So uh, <laughs> I think. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. Get a blanket. These are. No, it's okay. this is these are this is my personal opinion. But yeah, yeah. Um, having worked in really radio forever, um, I think there are certain arenas where certain things are appropriate and inappropriate, yeah. Um, beyond people's personal feelings about something that's happening in the world, and, and mm-hmm. one of the best examples that I've ever been a part of, and it still makes me laugh to this day. But when I was working at Betches, um, we, we were working on a Everyone's show, a <laughs> Right. We were working with, um, uh, uh, I think a pot, um. Someone you guys had on the show a while ago, uh, comments by celebs Emma Diamond. Oh
3: yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. Yeah, great. Uh, Emma's really fantastic. Um, but they they were trying to get their footing as a podcast when we were still working with them. They didn't really know how to do any of this yet. Yeah. And um, their show is a fucking you know this this celebrity said this and this blah blah. It's a nonsense fluff bullshit thing. Yeah. And we were recording. I'm branding. sure they'll appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I don't. I, I mean it lovingly. It just no, no, it is we, What it is, but we you know? need
3: we need some nonsense, sense fluff shit to to to. Give it us a break. Exactly. I mean, just it's a non-political quite, quite show. Quite frankly, some of us are too fucking stupid.
4: I mean, myself included, but I have a show about being stupid, uh, talking about politics, so right. it feels American. But right. Right. You know, very American. Right? right? Like that's kind of the point.
5: Right. So Emma, like this is it's a perfect example. They they uh they just don't do a show about any of that type of stuff. Their yeah. show was just like it's John like how Stamos the Kardashians don't
4: talk about food.
5: Right. <laughs> sure. <same laughs> oh my god. Thing.
4: Exactly. They that they, they have they really a, don't. No, that's the thing. That's why they, they allow that. One makeup. guy to be food god. Their friend is food oh. god because that's one thing they don't deal with. They don't deal with food. Wow. Okay, sorry, go online.
5: So, uh, Emma and uh, Julie, who I don't know what their show looks like now, but that was who was hosting the show. Uh, Emma and, and I forget Julie's last name. But, um, we were recording like a day before or the day of nine eleven and we were putting it out. Oh boy. Not nine eleven, Oh, oh. I was like, You were a child. Oh, yeah, yeah. This I was, was gonna like say you were
4: this was high four school. Four years ago. No, okay. I, I said Mike invented podcasting.
5: <laughs> right. Shit. This was like I don't know, 20, 2018 or something like that. Mm. Um and that was a year. They were prepping the show and then they started they were they were gonna record the show and um they started talking and then they realized they hadn't said anything about nine eleven on their oh, show, uh, so they were like, "We have to stop and take a moment to 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 have like um just recognize nine And basically, oh no, it, like in the middle of their podcast, worse they're than like,
4: not saying anything at all. Exactly, yeah, 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 they're yeah, just yeah.
5: like, "We'd be remiss if we just didn't remember that like today was nine 11
3: Oh, they really took that. Don't forget to. Hunt. And that was
5: it. They didn't say anything else. Okay, they didn't say anything about. But in their head because yeah, they're, they're doing they're, it as
4: insurance for themselves, not because they actually have anything poignant to say about it. Exactly.
5: And it's not like it was like a me, like a memorable and you can anniversary it. of 9-11. Sure. They shoehorned this like me- this, like this non-sequitur, meaningless yeah. mention of 9-11 into this show about, you know, what uh, John Stamos said on yeah. so-and-so's What's Instagram. hot right now, yeah. Exactly. Ooh, so John I just Stamos. think there's times and places for all that stuff. And yeah. it doesn't mean you don't care about what's going on. And it doesn't mean... But it's just... You know. Sometimes
3: people are caught up in like a really intense emotion from seeing some really awful things. Right. And they're like, why aren't you feeling the way I'm feeling right now? Boo. I, we have at some point. And this is the last thing I want to say about this is like, I want you guys to think of artists as the musicians on the Titanic. OK, the violinists. You look. Oh, my uh, my headphones got cut out. I can still hear. you. Oh, you can still hear me. Yeah, oh, everything well, I can't hear myself. I'm going to make a speech now. Um, Think of artists as like the violinist on the Titanic. The ship is going down. It's traumatic. It's chaotic. People are dying. It's not fun. And you look around you, there's chaos. But then you look at those musicians uh, on the Titanic, they're still fucking playing. Because what are they going to do? Scream too? It's not going to help. They're going to play. So I, I, as an artist, I'm like, I'm going to keep playing that violin, baby. All right? And so don't expect me to comment about these things. Don't expect artists to comment on these social matters all the time. Um, because I don't think it's healthy for the psyche of people. I think it's super traumatizing to talk about something so awful all the fucking time. You have to talk about other things, if only for a moment. Okay? So that's all I wanted to say. Um, and then it's your fucking email. <laughs>
4: And, uh, you know, as I said, if you're looking for, um, a hot, uh, Israel Hamas, uh, content, I have hours of it for you on Without a Country. But, and I address this on Without a Country, but I think, um, what's upset me a little bit is that we're cherry picking atrocities, right? And there's, there's no argument. The, the level of um, atrocity uh, and the the number of deaths uh, in Palestine. I mean, it's the tens of thousands uh, of of people who have died. There's no, you you know, you can look on Wikipedia and actually see a numbers order of um, slaughters uh, that have occurred and it's, you know, nearing the top, that's for sure. But what also happened is like, for instance, this week, a cult leader named Paul McKenzie, McKenzie in Kenya was charged with murder after more than 400 bodies were found buried in shallow graves Whoa. in a remote forest in the east of the country, many of them children. And it's just like, OK, well, there's an example of an atrocity that I haven't heard anyone. I mean, I I pulled it up because I was specifically looking Jesus. for other atrocities. But it's like, are those people less impor- important? You know, right. they're, they're not. Um, and uh like, we don't all have a running list of everything that happened uh, horrific in the world. No no one knows everything. No one has a list. And I feel like it's weird to put it in some kind of, uh, like, an order.
3: Yeah, and one of the things about having a phone, too, is you're in constant view of all the awful things that are happening, not even half of them, that are happening in the world. And so it's like, I mean... We are so aware of what's happening that we get a live stream of it. My God, that's, whew, that does damage to the soul
5: of the planet. Makes you miss the days when you can just have a job on the docks. huh? Yeah. <laughs> not in front of a screen all day. Uh.
1: <laughs> CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V Series 4K Smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Well,
4: yeah. the thing is, that even when you talk about, I mean, again, like I've talked about this for hours, it, 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 no, no one's gonna, you're not gonna talk about it exactly right how people want you to. But that's yes, sure, whatever, well, right? Well, that's what, but that's the beauty of having an opinion, you
5: right. know? Yeah, Yeah,
4: having an opinion, thinking about something. You know, maybe to go, maybe go talk to the president about it. Ugh,
3: that's why I want to get abducted by aliens. I don't. I really do.
4: No, I loved, I mean, I love talking about politics. I think it's fascinating. I think it's, you know, I, I feel like me for me personally, it is my responsibility as like a citizen to to talk about politics, but that's
3: my views on myself. Yeah. All right, guys. Today's guest is us. We're just going to keep chatting. Okay? <sighs> We're going to keep chatting. I, I swear for emails. a second, I
5: thought you just forgot. <laughs> And you were going to throw it
3: at somebody. <laughs> You've seen her at like, the wow. Comedy Center. Yeah. Sem- <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it was just going to be us. And it's going to be amazing. And uh, we're all going to be here. Oh, you know
4: what? Okay, so I was actually, we were, I, w- I was talking to Moshe Kasher and so then it got me Googling about uh, Natasha Legero and the last time that they were on our show. And I found this... Wait oh, this no. really weird site that I wanted to show you guys uh that I did, and it just goes to show that there's really a fetish for everything. so oh, I was no. trying I was trying to remember when Natasha was on the show because we were, we're gonna might have them back on and I can, it, the the sneeze fetish forum came up mm. when you search Natasha Leero guys we fucked and it is literally just a site where they link to. Famous, I guess, mostly women, and when they sneeze on podcast appearances, because
3: this is a specific type of fetish.
5: Yeah, I'll bet you it's men put women.
3: their energy into the
5: weirdest if, shit. If I had, if I had to put money. I guarantee down. you,
3: the guys who do this, they don't do their dishes.
4: Yeah, and so literally, there's a post on sneeze sneeze fetish forum, and it's sneeze dot com. Say that eight times fast. That says Mall. He posts on August twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. He goes Natasha Lagero sneezing on the Guys We Fucked podcast.
3: Oh, I and then video. it goes
4: further to, on further to say the hosts describe her leaning back in her seat <laughs> to wish wow. Natasha responds Get that she was suit. doing so because she needed to sneeze. And then she does so at the 45 minute, 38 second timestamp. Bro. <laughs> wow. And they comment there's on so the much- quality of the sneeze. <laughs> Enjoy. And then there's a luminary link to The timestamp of the
3: sneeze. Wow. Whoa. That's really something. People are so unique. I'm like, well, this even... You think you can't be surprised by people or like... You think you've heard it all. Wait. Oh, my God.
4: My phone is fucking with me. I tried to... I just clicked the link and then it says episode unavailable... Why can't I listen to Call Her Daddy on Luminary? Is temporarily unavailable. I, this is Call, not her, Call daddy? her Daddy. Wait, what the fuck? Look, my phone is fucking haunting me. <laughs> no
5: escape, ladies. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. will haunt you forever. That yeah? is a
3: weird prompt. the The prompt is the prompt. The, the professional prompt that's coming up on Corinne's phone is in quotes, Why can't I listen to Call Her Daddy on Luminary? Is temporarily unavailable from Call Her. Da- that's,
4: weird. that's weird. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, anyway, the sneeze, the sneeze fetish forum uh is popping. Jeez. And then
3: and then nah. can you imagine if that's what got you off just a fucking sneeze? How simple.
4: Not. Well, there is a, you know, just go to a, it to is go the, to the beginning, beginning of an orgasm. Clinic. Like, it like, like, like it it's the same like power
5: sneezing feels.
4: Well, medical like no, no, like this like a, the medical explanation when, it is like the same, I don't know, like, verocity. Yeah. Um, it does feel like I'm jizzing. But like in You'd a
5: guy like, way. Like when you're winding up for a sneeze, you like pull everything in. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then it's, and it's like an well, explosion. Like it's, it's,
2: yeah, right.
4: Wait, guys, the first reply to this from Nov the day Uh-oh. after the original post, he goes, Nice find. And good sneezy chatter from the others, too.
3: <laughs> All right. Another person. I love this. this another person
4: goes amazing build up at seven minutes and 10 seconds in. This is oh, this is this. I guess this is specifically the Natasha Leggero sneeze fetish uh, page. It looks like she sneezes a lot on pop on podcasts.
5: Got to get her some Zyrtec.
4: Yeah. Or not so yeah. These yeah, people maybe, or, can still continue to have a good time good yeah because yeah. there's a there's a couple uh episodes uh of endless honeymoon where she's sneezing wait contact wow. snap staff Hello. i would love to see who's the staff who's on this. the staff yeah wow jesus for f- furry sneezing archives oh man can you look up who's on there um like, are you
3: on there are we on there oh like wiki feet is it like wiki sneeze right 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 wait are you guys on wiki feet hell yeah nice hell yeah we are we made it hell yeah we're on wiki feet we've been on wiki feet for like a decade though (laughs) 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 moving on up
4: okay Mm, i don't i i just googled corinne fisher sneeze and nothing comes up let me do christina hutchinson maybe we haven't sneezed enough on air, I don't
3: think I really sneeze on air. Yeah. I mean, I, there, I've been sick where we've had to record sometimes, and I've I've done it off. No, it just keeps
4: my... it just keeps specifically going to Natasha, Natasha Lagero sneeze. Okay, I guess Good she's just her. a sneezy lady. Yeah,
3: sometimes you sneezy.
4: Wow, 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 wow! Sneeze theory. Okay, I love it. Right, That's look. fun. <laughs> All right, let's read this article. Um or this email. Uh, This is subject line. Does that mean he likes me back? Hey, Christina and Corinne, I've been watching you guys since 2018 and I love the podcast. Also for warning, I've never uh, wrote to a podcast like this, so I may not be good at explaining things. That's okay. So for context, I'm 19 and work at Walmart. I'm still not entirely confident in myself and it's hard to find myself being with someone. Uh, But there's a guy who came into work and is now a good friend. The thing is that I found That I found that I was having a crush on him, which hasn't happened at all with someone my age except like sixth grade. At the time, he was 19 as well, but had a birthday in December. So now he's 20. Uh oh. (laughs) Ooh, an older man. This is so funny. As well, he and his mom worked together and were good friends along with my other friends. Some things he had said or done is a little less, but I've taken notice. If my other friend is walking with his mom, this is such a 19 year old email. Yeah, it's
3: really sweet. And also, like, I feel like this person is pretty self-aware for a 19 year old, I gotta say.
4: Uh, if my other friend is walking with his mom, he decides to walk with me every time. He has bought my work lunch staff more than once and random things out of the blue. When he asks a question or something and someone else answers, for instance, his mom he will straight up say I was talking to her and I'm sitting at the table like shocked face. Okay, this is a little hard to know what you're saying. Um or paid for our breakfast outings and is always looking at me. Okay. Oh, and during work he would always do something that catches me off guard and he would say any chance that he got to say do I make you nervous?
3: The thing uh, is that's weird. Yeah. Well, Do I no. make you nervous? No, oh, it's if not it was a cute way. No. I'm thinking of an older yeah. He's 20. So yeah, he's 20. Yeah. I'm thinking of like an older man going, Do I make you nervous pretty little? Lady? No, you can say what it in a flirt. You can say it in like a flirty way, like,
4: oh am I Do making I make you, you nervous? nervous? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've cute. said it to people. Yeah. The thing is though, he's also just a really chill guy, nice guy. So I feel like everything he does, I'm reading into. But the thing he has said he isn't looking for is a relationship. And to be honest with the way that I am, I don't know if I am as well. Also his mom, who also months ago asked my other friend after he bought my lunch, if she thought that he likes me or whatever. And I have not told the mom and don't think I could, but yeah. she low key ships. I think, Oh my God, this is hilarious. Uh, I would love to see what you guys think. Keep doing what you're doing. I love you guys. And what are you doing? Okay. he's starting so- with you, but he doesn't want a relationship under like that. People s- s- tell you who they are. Don't, yeah. don't read more into Men more of it. We'll
3: always kind of, They'll verbally tell you where they're at and what their quality, best and worst qualities are. So believe him. But also if you, if it's bugging you, if you're like, well, but maybe then sometimes you need to know, you need to hear it from the source. Cause if you have a crush on him, for example, and it's kind of like being fostered and you don't want to foster it anymore. Cause it's not going to go anywhere. Do yourself a favor and don't foster a crush on this guy. Um, just ask him like, do you like me? You're fucking 19. You know, you sound sweet. It's fine. The worst that he's got, he might say, no, I don't like you. And he's like, okay, cool. And then you're going to be maybe a little daggered from that and you move on.
4: Yeah. Like the l- women, as women, we love to like include these like listicles of everything the guy did. And this and this. Guys aren't thinking about if that. He, yeah, yeah. They're just fucking existing,
3: dude. Yeah. And if, and, and I'll say, if he liked you, you would know pretty quickly. You would know pretty quickly, you know?
4: Yeah. And if it feels like you're not sure, that means like sometimes like they're unsure too, you know? Yeah. Like, guys don't have this master plan
3: most of the time that we think they do. I know. They don't. They don't think that far ahead. They don't. Yeah. There's no master fucking plan. No. They're just existing. And that's why they're a little more useful. Again,
4: in the words of Jerry Seinfeld, we're just walking around, looking around.
3: Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's true.
5: I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. And this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight
4: is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full
5: person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call.
3: Um, so this is a follow up from the email that we read. Did we read this on a bonus episode or on an intro? I think we might've read it on a bonus episode. I can't remember. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a bonus episode. So you're going to subscribe to find out. Um, but it was, the subject was, I found out my friend is a child predator, basically to yes, summarize it. Okay. So to summarize it, this woman and her boyfriend lived together. They have a neighbor who's an older guy who was married to a woman, got divorced, f- uh, found out through a hair salon lady that this older guy, um, was in jail or got arrested were basically um, trying to hook up with a fifteen, trying to meet yeah. up with a fifteen-year-old. The fifteen-year-old turned out to be like an undercover cop or something like that. Um, and so well, it was a bait and switch. There was, was no fifteen-year-old. Right, right, exactly. Right. 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 It was to lure yeah. the man. The fifteen-year-old was the cop. Yeah, there was um, no fifteen-year-old. Um, yeah. yeah, and so the fifteen-year-old said, freeze Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, Mister. <laughs>
5: <laughs> i
4: know that's Guys, like a six-year-old i know it's a hebrew <laughs> and, and also and also here like even on the subject child, child is child it's, it's, it's a, years, not a fucking predator. child
3: yeah and so we had a discussion we read the email <laughs> we had a discussion because the girl was freaked out we're like look pedophilia is a, a young child right that is a different caliber of fucked up than the caliber of fucked up that an older guy trying to bone a teenager is. Um, it's They're both fucked up. But they're in different ways. Well, this um, is third tier because we, we looked at the numbers. I'm like, 15
4: is actually a femophilia. You not even have a feel yet. Right, 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 Because Because that's 15 getting... to 19. It's it's yeah. It's the, it's, so on the spectrum of Predator, it's the chillest
2: one. <laughs> Honestly,
3: yeah. But it's still Predator. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But we read it
4: for and sure. we're like, still a predator.
3: Eh, wouldn't be as freaked out by it. But like, uh, you know, it's fucked up for sure. So we read that email and then she sent us a follow up. Update from the same listener. Okay. Update in case you ended up reading this whole thing. We did. Which we did. uh, But on a bonus episode. I think it was last week's bonus episode. Well, two weeks ago, because this is coming out at the end of the month. Uh, I sent that original email 24 hours after hearing about this incident. Okay. So I was fresh as hell. Since then, I shared the news with my boyfriend. Okay. Because she was debating not telling him. Yeah. uh, Who just kept going, what the fuck, man? sporadically for about 24 hours it has really fucked with us to see a trusted friend in this position right because they were super close and they like loved this guy and he was very like you know a community leader kind of thing the way they
2: always are
3: right but to me like this is also like kind of like a learning lesson for these people in
4: their lives like yeah life is full of your close friends disappointing you and like Mm. and it's how you respond to that and get past it and i think part of it is just like stop putting people on pedestals and really re- realizing we're all human and we all have these huge
3: flaws in yeah. us. I mean, this is a little bit more than a huge flaw, but you know, yeah. you, know you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> Just a little flaw. Yeah. Uh, it feels like a movie. John, who's the fake name of the neighbor, uh, John has been holed away in his apartment. Okay, so I guess he's not in prison. Uh, and neither of us have yet to run into him. For context, we normally see him a few times a week on the street. We notice his distinctive car has uh, was nowhere to be seen for a few days. And then... Uh, and then have since put together the pieces that he traded his black car for a gray one of the same make and model. Oh, he's going to Undercover oh, Witness Protection Program. <laughs> right. The Predator website that listed him on it doxxed his address and information, so I guess he is fearful of his own safety. Oh, yeah. Normally, we can see John from our kitchen window while he sits on his balcony. Now, I've pulled the blinds down in our kitchen for the first time in four years living here. Uh, we have a skylight in our bathroom, which should John go onto the roof well, guys, you're thinking John's way more calculated than he is. And also,
4: John's not interested in fucking John's you guys. Old. No offense. Yeah, you're
3: too old and you're a woman. <laughs> um, Should John go onto the roof, which he... Has easy access to. He could technically walk over and look into our bathroom. He's not
2: in. Like yeah. I don't like.
4: Yeah, like okay, I know. I I, I, ha-
3: I live my thirty fourth Street apartment was one of those buildings where there was a. Sk- you went on the roof and there was a skylight to the other apartments so looking down. It was super easy. But I don't think this guy gives a shit about seeing your titties, girl. Yeah, like that he wants fifteen year old boys. There's like a balls.
4: misunderstanding. It's like it's like even so even if you are. Like, uh, you know, a pedophile, a hebophile, an ephemophile. that doesn't mean you're just, like, balls to the wall, a crazy sexual person who who will do anything and fuck anyone who's fucking animals and putting yeah. uh, jerking off udders into their mouth. Like, Ew. this is, like, this is, like, there, people... <laughs> People here the yeah, they just don't. It, it doesn't mean that this guy is just fu- walking around sticking his dick in anything. And I think yeah. it's like we don't really understand these things. And that's why everyone just thinks the solution is let's go out and kill pedophiles. Like, yeah, the so, there's no understanding.
5: Up, he could walk across the zipline and sit, like, it's, yeah. I he mean, doesn't at want to fuck you. He just doesn't want like, to watch like, you pee.
3: Da, 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 yeah. da, da, da. Oh, wait, no. It's, it's like da, a da, misunderstanding da, here. yeah song. Spy unless you have a, unless you often have fifteen year old boys over, right? Then I would say cover that skylight. Yeah. Ever since learning about this incident, the skylight started to freak me out at night when I can't see on the other side of it. Yeah. Again, he he's, care. he's just not that even, into you. Yeah. That, your hebephile neighbor is just not that concerned about seeing you naked. Yeah. Um, I can't see on the other side of it, even though we would hear footsteps if someone was on the roof. You're stressing out too much about this, and even though neither my boyfriend or I are his type, we're not twenty year old boys. Uh, I have since covered the glass of the skylight with blurring privacy stickers. Uh, it's just beyond weird to go from thinking it's a fun way uh, it's a fun wave to our friend from the kitchen window here and there. My boyfriend and I assuming and laughing about how he's probably seen us having sex in our kitchen at least a few times. Again, it's probably not interested and, in but, it. And also, that's also
4: weird on your behalf. Yeah, like, you should close your blinds yeah. to keep your neighbors
5: you got, from watching the like fuck. I'm obsessed fucking. with this.
4: Well, but, but And also, the thing is, I think it's like Kind of what a like almost what a narcissistic heteronormative thought yeah, yeah, yeah. to think that they're that he wants to see me fucking so obsessed yeah. with seeing you and your boyfriend fuck. No, he wants to see a fifteen year old jerk off, okay? Yeah. He's also grossed out by you, you know the same way yeah. you're grossed out by him. He's, he's grossed equally out grossed you. out by you.
3: Same side's different coin. Uh to, or different sides, same coin. The to putting up privacy film over windows, pulling down blinds, and holding my breath every time I walk past his door, praying he doesn't come out. He doesn't happen to come out while I'm walking past. Girl, he's gonna one day. Yeah. And then you're gonna go, hey. All right, see ya. Yeah. Like I said, this is a small town, and this next twist I did not see coming. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. John made an appearance at a town council meeting to clear his name. Bold. I watched a recording. He, you're obsessed with him. No, I get it. He stands up there and announces what happened. He states that he was coerced into making a false confession under false pretenses by a vigilante group, uh, who purport to expose sexual predators, but whose real goal is to destroy l- for lives, for views, and likes. And I actually agree with with his um, assessment of that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean those the, those people do certainly exist, but
4: do well, you a, think that he, John is right about no, 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 I don't, I, I, I no, I think he hundred percent was looking to meet um a fifteen year old, but I, I, think these online vigilantes are doing it for views and likes, uh, not mm. actually because they care so deeply about you the know cause. keeping uh pedophiles off the street. Um, that's not really a cause that anyone I don't think actually cares that much about, um, and uh. And specifically, um, I I don't think that this is the way. If you really want to solve the problem,
3: I don't think this is the way to do it. I think yes. this is actually a way to ruin more lives. Yes, this group uses decoys on dating apps who pose as an underage. Oh God! Okay, Jesus Christ. This group uses decoys on dating apps who pose as underage people to get adults to agree to meet up. But this is not part of the feds. Like this is not an official thing. So no, it's just like wait, a bunch of a bunch of people wanting, are, wanting to catch pedophiles. Yeah, there's there's lots of
4: online vigilantes, including oh. some comedians that do work like this. Weird. It's ex- it's extremely That's dangerous. Weird. And
3: also like. That's weird. You you know, you know, don't know what
4: exactly what you're doing. There exactly, could actually yeah. be a mix, miscommunication. I don't think this was a mis- miscommunication, but there could be
3: miscommunication. And it's and like, you're ruining somebody's you're life. You're ruining
4: someone's life. If it life. was a rumor, you're ruining the your your entire stole. family.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how people so like, irresponsible. commit suicide, you know Exactly. Um,
4: and, and, and also even like, okay, so... I, I don't so, and also like, what if this guy? Maybe he never acted on it before. Whatever, like you think that the solution or like what he deserves is to kill himself. I also don't think that's a good no, idea.
3: No, this group uh, uses decoys on dating apps who pose as underage people to get adults to agree to meet up, and then they confront the predators on camera and post the videos on the internet. A modern day to catch a predator. What happened to John was they confronted him with a camera at yeah. an agreed upon location where they state he was meeting up with a fifteen year old boy. I'm very familiar so, with this stuff. So yeah. John goes in on in this council meeting to say that the confrontation was frightening, stressful and confounding. He says, uh, he says that this organization is not supported by any of the local law agencies and that our local prosecutor's office does not condone this vigilante activity. I mean, yeah, because they could be fucking getting themselves into trouble. What if you're fucking with somebody who's got like a bunch of guns and a temper? He says he never believed the decoy he was talking to was a minor and that he agreed to meet in a public place because it would allow me to observe him before going any further. OK, this, uh, this that, is that, now he's out on himself. Yeah, this seems like you're saying too much, John. Yeah, Shut the fuck up. Should have had a less is more meeting before yeah. going to, in front of the whole town. <laughs> he says the recording was taken under extreme duress and that he'd been charged with criminal offenses based on it. He said he's been humiliated and the financial cost has been staggering. He says he will not succumb to social isolation and that his friends, family and coworkers have been supportive of him. He has asked his neighbors, uh-oh, that means you, to uphold the tenant that he is innocent until proven guilty. There are
4: some things you can't do that with, and anything in the uh, pedophile spectrum is are, are, is one of those things. And that's and that's the problem with the vigilante work. Mm. It's a sense you cannot
3: cut off you, ever. As if I wasn't already confused enough, I seriously cannot explain how much I don't know what to think. Assuming he was guilty after watching the first video, I really imagined he would stay holed up in his apartment, get fired from his job, and maybe even move away. The reason it felt gray to me in the first place was because of how this vigilante group operates. I wondered how much their mission, in quotes, should be taken on face value versus how much they do what they do for internet praise and for being the good guys, if any of it is faked on their end, to make these videos more compelling. There you go. And how much... ...of a trusted source they really are. Oh, there you go. Critical thinking. It's what's for dinner. I just don't know what to think from the start. Um, I just didn't know what to think from the start. I went down a rabbit hole of their videos, disgusted and disturbed by video after video of men allegedly thinking they were meeting up with 14 and 15-year-olds. But now that John has stood up in front of the whole town, in front of a council who I know for a fact all know him personally... I mean, look, if we're thinking about it strategy wise, he could he could have done that on purpose so that when he does fucking get caught, he could say, but I'm a leader in the community and claimed victimhood. I am shocked and confused. But the fact that I can't shake fact that I can't shake is that according to the original video, he went to meet up with someone who told them they were 15 in his counsel address. He doesn't really explain this well. Yeah, because he probably thought they were 15 and he's lying. He says he didn't believe for a moment that this person was actually a minor. Yeah, it's called lying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, then why would he have met up with someone he thought was lying about being 15? Because he's lying. He's lying. This is, okay, so welcome to the world. Motherfuckers lie. It's, it's, it's a
4: little bit of, it's a lot, uh, yeah, it's a lot, it's alarming how just you're like, ra- you rapidly like change your, th- your thoughts and opinion. Like, and I also didn't know she, I guess maybe we knew, we knew initially that she sent us like after 24 hours. I, you need to take a pause yeah. in life. <laughs>
3: You're having a lot third of. Email. Well, I no, I I love that these crazy things happen. She's like, I got to write credit Christina. Yeah, y- it. Which, you're having I mean, knee-jerk reactions right and left. Like,
4: I don't even think you've you've Contain sat yourself. down. You're you're putting things on your windows. You're covered. How about taking a fucking breath and sitting down and really thinking about this? Because honestly, right now you're thinking about whether or not you want to be friends with John. I don't think John should be friends with you. But no matter what he did, you're not a good friend for him. If you turn him on him (laughs) this quickly, to be quite honest, (laughs) I wouldn't want a friend like you. (laughs) I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You turn your back immediately based on one vi- immediately. Yeah, you're the kind, you're you're the kind of friend who like a, a comedian gets canceled. They read one Buzzfeed article about them, and you're on the side of Buzzfeed. You're not a good friend. You're not a
3: good friend. Fucking, <laughs> you gotta
4: die, you gotta ride or die with the homies, dude. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. On. And
3: also, if you were friends, you'd talk to the guy and be like, "Yo, John, what's up? What's this about?" What's this about? You knock on his door. Not wait for him to peek into your fucking sunroof window. And you're not being slick. John knows what you're doing. John knows you're avoiding him. John knows you're covering
4: his windows. It's so passive aggressive. John probably rolls his eyes at you. I fucking hate passive aggressiveness.
3: (sighs) Yeah. It drives me nuts. It's so just be aggressive aggressive. Either
4: confront him or act normally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All all this in between shit is pussy ass baby shit. You're acting
3: like my mom. Oh, That's bizarre
4: and doesn't really add up. He also started in the original. And now she's doing that. She's fucking turning into an internet sleuth. The, uh, the the thing that um oh god who was that Girl who was missing because her boyfriend killed her, that was missing in the desert for a while, and everyone turned oh, into an blonde internet sleuthing.
5: Oh, Brian, yeah, they were Laundry. Hi- they
4: hi- yeah. yeah, what was I the girl's name? name. Oh, ah, yeah. shoot. Yeah. I
3: forget. Yeah. Well, well, because internet traveling. sleuthing
4: like, really fucked up that case and made it go on way longer, than, and then now you're doing that shit. We got to stop, Gabby the, internet. Yeah, ga- you gotta stop the Gabby Petito. Yeah, you got to stop the Gabby Petito internet sleuthing. There was a reason he that investigators are investigating.
5: They both got killed, didn't they? I don't oh, remember really. what happened
4: to was Brian Lunder? Lunder? No, I thought he escaped from his parents' her. house.
3: He was in his parents' house, like hiding out. Yeah, Brian Lawrence is still alive. It doesn't uh, matter.
5: It doesn't matter.
0: Martha Stewart, the original influencer.
5: When I think about anything, I think about the way that she
0: did it first. The media mogul. But the six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall. And the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max.
2: Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree.
3: OK, so after a week of having this on my mind, I've just been stuck on thinking it's gross and weird. No one, no matter what the laws are. OK, you're just saying the same thing. Uh, like no, no matter what, I'm skeeved out by 60 something year old who likes such young men. Legality okay. aside. Cool. I feel like there is something off with someone who never moves on from wanting to be with 18 to 20 year olds. You're right. You're right. OK. Uh, but at the same time, if no laws are broken and if you really uh, hasn't actually been with minors. But how could I be sure? Who cares? Oh, Brian Laundrie is dead.
5: See, I'm yeah, so bored. Murder, I'm suicide. Googling
3: Brian Laundrie's stuff.
5: <laughs> it's a long email. I know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I literally also, like,
5: did the same thing. I was like reading guys, the Rick Wikipedia. We don't need Christina's to. When you reading. write us a letter, yeah.
4: we don't need to know your entire internal right, monologue. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. right, right, right. Please. That's true. Jesus Christ. We have enough going on in our own heads. I know so much. <laughs> oh, my Lord. You have no, so you have so no fucking voices. idea. Everyone's fucking ee-e-calming stream of consciousness over here. Yes. Lord. That's why
3: when people are like, how dare you not speak? Bitch, What? I'm sorry. Oh uh, okay, so I'm not going to read the rest of it, but uh, you'll be fine, girl. You'll be fine. Um, just cool. j- yeah, just 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 don't be friends with him. Uh, wait, we have time for one more email. Let me, make sure. Okay,
5: so this one.
3: Oh, that's interesting. Oh, wait, how many minutes do we have, Mike?
5: We're at 47.
3: Okay. All right. Oh, this is a, oh, this is an episode episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll do two more. This is my okay.
4: Yeah. Uh, do I tell my father that his father? Your grandpa said, well, we, are we trying to make things as actually as complicated as possible? Do I tell my father that his father,
5: it's a rough well, day no, for emails. No, my
4: I, grandpa said sexually explicit things to my sister and I to explain why he isn't invited to my wedding. Okay. Do I tell my father why my grandpa isn't invited to my wedding? That would be simpler. Um, <laughs> just, I mean, it's like, come on guys. Hi, Corinne, Christina, Eric, and Mike. If you're still there, I have been a long time listener and Luminary subscriber. I've seen you both do stand up in New York and Chicago, and you always kill it. Thank you so much for doing what you do. I truly look up to you both. My fiance and I have been together for seven years. We're both why so long? You know, just get do it. Um, we're both <laughs> do it or don't. What the fuck? <laughs> we're both thirty. Live in Chicago and are newly engaged. We started planning our wedding and are super excited. The only problem that I've run into is whether or not to invite my father's parents.
3: It's your wedding, girl.
4: The short version is I cannot stand them. They are creepy and weird, and I haven't seen them in six years. Oh. The long version is I'm 99% sure that my grandfather molested me as a child. Mm. Since I was a young kid, I always had a memory of someone touching me in the shower. My memory oh. of this doesn't allow me to picture who was doing it to me, but I can remember the shower. And if my memory serves me, it is my grandparents' shower. My mom has also told me that my parents left me at my grandparents' house for the weekend once when I was little. And when they came to pick me up, I was furiously biting my fingernails mm. down to the nail bed. Beds. According mm-hmm. to my mother, I had never done this before. Um, okay, well, then it seems like your parents needed to parent in that moment and didn't. Not just, but they yeah. didn't need to just regale you with the story of your nail beds. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. My grandfather also said creepy things to me at my sister's graduation party. Specifically, he said, wow, you have got to be the prettiest granddaughter in a very, very creepy way. Yeah. My grandmother heard it and did nothing. I just walked away. Gross. Over time. I started to tell my sisters of my suspicions, and my younger sister shared that when she was little, like around six years old, he described in detail to her how he lost his virginity. Ew. Yeah, this is a problem. Grandpa's a pedophile. She said that they were in his car so she couldn't walk away, but as soon as they Ew. got home, she immediately ran into the house. She said he never touched her, but hearing this makes me want to lose my mind. Like myself, she never told my parents. My parents are not aware of any of this. The reason this is connected to my wedding is because I know that my dad is going to want to invite my grandparents. Mm. Well, it's not his wedding. Yeah. He used to be pretty reasonable, but recently he seems like he's. Fully, not uh, not fully. Their cognitive. Wait, weight. your dad or your grandpa? Um, I would say the dad. Oh. He flies off the handle easily and says off the wall shit. Yeah, it's called aging. Recently, I mean, yeah, your parents <laughs> are just gonna true. get your parents are just gonna Crunchy. get a little wackier in these later years, and you yeah. just gotta roll with it, you know. Recently, he has become very defensive over his side of the family and blames us, well, my mom, my sisters, and I for his poor relationship with them. Oh, I ooh, think that's what we don't. Fun. I think what we fail to realize with parents is like. Yeah, you know how we're having all these aha moments as we're the children growing up? Yeah, your so parents bad. are too. They're not just fucking lost in time, yeah. okay? They're not just, they don't just freeze. They are also developing emotionally, having aha moments, self-reflecting, even though if they're not doing it the same way we are as millennials or, you know, or maybe in your, uh, yeah, I guess you're still a millennial, I'm not sure, 30. It's um, like custom. they're still having these uh actualizations too Mm -hmm. so like it's almost a little bit demeaning the way we speak about our parents sometimes like they are still fucking developing as humans even if they're not doing it the way that we we are doing it and seeing a therapist so like relax Um, to be honest sometimes I don't even want him there but that's for another email yeah I I feel like there's a bit of a a loss of of empathy in some of these emails for our parents Um, my mom has made it very clear that it is my decision to invite who I would like and the will stay completely out of the planning unless I want help. I just don't think that my dad feels the same way when it comes to his Mm. parents. I guess what I'm asking is, if my dad digs his heels in about inviting his parents, do I tell him about his dad being a complete creep so he understands why I refuse to interact or communicate with him? I would tell him whether or not they're invited to the wedding because he should know. Um, I don't know if I'm comfortable telling them about my molestation suspicion because I'm not 100% sure it was mm-hmm. him. And yeah, yeah, that's a big claim to make if you're not sure. Uh, but I would definitely tell them that he has made uncomfortable comments about my looks. My sister explicitly told me to tell my parents what he said to her if anything is ever brought up because she doesn't want to do it herself, but wants them to know mm. that our grandfather is a complete creep. So she's your sister's making it your problem. That's fine. No matter what. My grandparents are not coming. The only question is whether or not to mm. disclose why I refuse yeah, to be should. around them. Yeah. I know the question is hypothetical, but it's very yeah. likely that my dad will push back when I break the news that my grandparents are not invited. Any advice is appreciated. Thank yeah. you.
3: I would just be like, hey, um, just so you know, I haven't talked to my grandparents, your parents, dad in, in six years. It's because they've always given me a really creepy feeling. And I've had a lot of memories of sus- suspected Creepiness happened, but nothing that I could confirm. Then I talked to my sister, and she confirmed some very creepy stories. He is allowed nowhere near my wedding. Yeah, also guys, case like, closed. Cut the cord. If you're getting fucking married, it doesn't matter what your you have to think. stand up to your parents.
4: They have no say. They're not.
3: Are they paying for your wedding? Even if they were, say in your they're wedding, they're not in the marriage. Zero they're not getting married.
4: So it's, it's just so strange. You guys all need to cut the cords a little bit more between you and your families. Yeah, cut
3: it out never talk to him again. Woo. Uh, okay, not <laughs> necessarily. that. I mean, I that's your choice. But like, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's
4: just like it, it, it seems like it's like either it's either like people don't people talk, talk to their own, parents at all, yeah. or they or they're uh, everything they do they're calling mom and dad.
3: Right. Uh, I, I feel like people feel imprisoned to, uh, to their parents' opinions because they forget that like you're the you're the you're the keeper of your own life. Your parents actually don't have a say. You just think they do. Like in a, you're in a jail cell, the door is wide open. In a in a in a, a functioning
4: family, what should be happening is your parents are spending, you know, your youth giving you the tools um to go out there on your own and also hopefully teaching you how to critically think. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like the template will involve their religious views, their political views, their social views. But hopefully, it will also include um, like a yearning and a want to know the truth and discover things for yourself and then you go out into the world and you take you t- you look at what your parents gave you and you throw some of it away you alter some of it you keep some of it and then you create your own thing and then you pass that along to your children if you have children and then they do the same thing okay mm-hmm. we're, we're, you're not just some carbon copy of your parents you also don't need to be the complete antithesis of your parents just because you hate them I mean like that's an overcorrect because even if you're doing that like if you're rebelling against them and you hate the way you grow up. You're in a way, if you're just the antithesis of your, of your parents, you are still that way because your parents. Because
3: it's against them, right? right? You're so living. Like, at, oh, you're still. A spite. You're still kind of their puppet. Yeah, and you're not your own person. Just got to be your own person. Be your own person. <clears throat> All right. Last email. My boyfriend called me by a six-year-old daughter's name. I mean, that can. Happen. I know. I, feel like I mean, we're that's, already that's, reading too much. That's. That's. Into this. that's uh, yeah. I mean, I've I've only ever called almost. I've almost called boyfriends and other boyfriends' names so many times. Of I go course. through phases of doing that. I'm like. Wow, I almost called you Steven like eight times today. What the fuck? And then I'll like not do it for a year. Um, sometimes. Have you ever like been hanging
4: out with like a boyfriend and literally forgotten their name? Like, yes. Sometimes I'll just yes. black
3: out and completely yeah, forgot what their have. name is. Or And sometimes I'll, I'll hey, feel like
2: you because
3: last time I was in a, a long term relationship was with this other person. So I'll feel like I'll call my current boyfriend a nickname I had for my last boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just, you're just kind of like, you know, we're, it's it's all Again, the same.
4: We're all, everyone's replaceable, and we're just going through the
3: motions. No one really means anything. Mm. Guys, we fucked. <laughs> uh, I'm a 26-year-old woman. My boyfriend's 34, a uh, 34-year-old man. We've been together for eight months. When we met, I was not looking to date because I'm a serial monogamist. Huh? Okay. Uh, I also can't stand children. He has three, two boys and one girl. Sounds like a great fit. Yeah, I always (laughs) thought the way he obviously favors his daughter was strange. Okay. Uh, but just assumed it was because I don't have healthy relationships with my parents. Could be Uh, it could. I got to say I could be daughters a lot, though. Yeah. And and when you don't have that kind of bond and you see it, you cut part of you that's like angry. You didn't get that projects of like, well, that's fucking creepy and weird. No, maybe it's just love. No, you know? dad, but also just the same way moms fo- uh, favor sons a lot, dads yeah. favor daughters. It's just the yeah, way it it's is. weird. Uh, the other night, though, we were both up late. He was playing video games. I was drinking wine, watching scary movies, and all the kids were asleep. Suddenly, he said his daughter's name, so I thought she had woken up. But then he said her name again, and then I turned and realized he was talking to me. So all I said was, "I'm not this girl's name, not her real." Oh, okay, I'm not Amy, not her real name. He apologized and said that was weird. I said, "Yeah." You should go to sleep. I've never dated anybody with children, but never. Uh, but ever since that night, I can't help but feel like I'm in the way of him and his daughter. No, he just has a daughter and he to- talks to her a lot. Miss, this was a huge leap. <laughs> this was a huge. Yeah, this Jesus is one of Christ. the hugest
4: leaps in guys we fucked history. I'm actually gonna say, okay, you. <laughs> Not all men want to fuck their daughter. Yeah, he accidentally fact, called don't. you his daughter's name once, which is a name that I'm sure he uses a hundred times the time. a day. And then you left to you're dating a pedophile.
5: <laughs> I think our patience also at the end of this episode is no, just but, gone.
3: But also, <laughs> come on, girl. Stop. I I I will jump to a conclusion this sometimes, is a lot. but that that's a lot. The, the theme of this episode is looking for huge problems where there are <laughs> <none. laughs> Yeah, I, I will say, I, I imagine your life is pretty peaceful otherwise if this is the thing you're worried about and writing us for. Yeah. Uh, he's not, I don't think he's uh, interested in his daughter in more than being her dad. Yeah. I'm sure he thinks of her like as a little sweet princess. But yeah. again, like, yeah, that's a dynamic that happens. Yeah, that's that's normal
4: to, to for the the dad to seemingly favor the daughter. That's just because they, my little girl. he looks at his wants- sons as pe- that as like it's it's almost like a as self-hate thing, like, right? Like yeah. men know how badly Bad men, men can be yeah. and they see women in a different light. So he sees his daughter in a different light. That's yeah. just like so fucking common. It's the same way why boy moms hate every girlfriend. It's so, it's self-hate.
3: Yeah, it is. It's self hate because oh, wow. they know the way they
4: that they've manipulated men over the years, and they don't want that ha- that happening to their son. Oh,
3: come I on, I thought of it that way. Come <laughs> on,
4: this is fucking one on one over that makes here. Sense. Yeah, stop. Oh my god. All right, guys, and it's What's also that? That now it's weird that you're thinking about it so much. Yeah, I mean, look, maybe do, you're a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, no,
3: we do live in a world where there's a lot of pedophiles. There are For a lot sure. of them, and it's disturbing. But I don't think your boyfriend's one of them.
4: Yeah. That is yeah, also, I mean, like pedophile you can usually pretty much do by looking at him. This yeah, is a, look this like is pedophile. very salt salt to the earth guy. Yeah. So looks it, like he works at a autozone. I've I've never but seen no, a picture, looks like he works at a, something more preppy. I've never seen a picture of a pedophile and gone, Oh, that was oh, a wait. shocking photo. Right,
3: right. Like wow, I didn't get pedophile vibes from him at all. Yeah. Every we'll time you see a picture vibe. of a pedophile, you go, Ugh. How is everyone in the town not right. pointing yeah. at this
4: guy? Right. Yeah.
3: There's something
4: in the eyes. He has a bagged Party City pedophile costume on. Yeah. Pedophiles seem to go out of their way to to let us know with everything about their outward appearance that they're pedophiles. Yeah. Men are really bad
3: at hiding stuff. (laughs) They're really bad at at hiding stuff. They're so bad at hiding stuff. Oh my god. They're so bad. I mean, thank god. Yeah. But your boyfriend's not a pedophile. Yay!
4: Congratulations.
2: All right, (laughs) Guys,
4: this has been Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Bye. Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary. Created and hosted
3: by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson.
4: Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Cozen.
3: Suck my wet ass pussy.
4: (laughs) Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah,
3: let's keep it. Who cares? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule, it's flexible simple to use and more affordable than in-person therapy connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you learn more at betterhelp.com that's better dot com.
0: as someone who lives for politics when a major scandal unfolds
2: it was shocking
0: i have to know what were they thinking